what's up everybody welcome back to the someday will all make sense podcast i'm here with my guest leonard hey what's up brada what's up leonard how's it going and so i know you've been a faithful listener we finally brought you in young jamie protege but uh the premise of my show is to make sense of some of the of the world a little bit some topics one of the things i want to discuss with you social media facebook twitter okay we know you have a big twitter game (laughs) world famous but uh especially over over the last couple weeks there's been now disclaimer for this episode i this is why it's called someday all makes sense because i know nothing about this world and i'm not that intelligent but um i know you watch the news a lot yeah i probably watch too much news for my own good a lot of cnn I would say 99% CNN. Okay, so one of the things I've... I probably have never been into the news more in my life than I am right now, especially with everything that's going on. It's like, how can you not be glued to your phone with so much time in the day, constantly looking at the news, trying to find out what's happening? But then I go on social media, <laughs> see a lot of not-so-good things. And so how do you... How, how are you dealing with all that stuff going on? Um... I see like articles and a lot of shares from people uh, on social media and I never take any of that serious because it's social media and there's just all those social media people who think they kind of know what they're talking about. I'm first part to say I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I do try and watch news to stay informed as to it's just a what. Granted, yeah, it, it is CNN, so it's more right, you know, right wing, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I try and stay like, aw- like I'll read the articles. But I don't really take any of those serious unless it's coming from like an actual reputable uh, news company. Yeah, like how do you know where you're getting your information from is is accurate? With so much everywhere, so much information, how do you know when something is BS versus hey, this is reliable information that I can trust? Uh, that, that that's a good question. I mean. I know, again, CNN's, you know, kind of one-sided, so when you go to look on Fox, it's going to be the complete opposite. So what I try and do sometimes, which I find hard to do, is I'll check out PBS, because sometimes PBS can kind of be kind of neutral. So that's why I say when it's 99% CNN, and it's like 1% PBS, but it's just because I forget about PBS. Yeah. Now, I'm not the most, like, informed person, and I like looking at different articles and different things like that, but one thing that I recently made a huge mistake was going on to Facebook. That's that's good. That's that's gonna be a huge mistake. I mean, yeah, there's so much stuff on Facebook, and uh, it's just a lot of it's just I mean, I don't want to say BS, but it's just a lot hard to believe. Yeah, I went on Facebook, and I see a lot of like you know I don't go on there too often. I go I went on there because it was my birthday. I know some people send me stuff on there. I don't know why. Like I don't go on there. So <laughs> it's so old school. <laughs> like the Happy Birthday Facebook feed. I'm like I don't check this, but I guess I'll respond to you and say thank you, but. Uh, <laughs> People still do that, I guess. Thank you, Facebook, for reminding people. That it's my birthday. Yeah, I don't think otherwise people would know. That's probably a, a, a huge gauge is where I kind of get my birthdays. Cause I, yeah. yeah, but I went on there, and it's like, oh, my. It's like a, a pool of, like, oh, my goodness. What am I doing on this website and the information and the, the YouTube links and the sharing? Like, like how – like, I was so tempted to comment, and it's I wanted to so comment. It's so easy to just want to comment. And I know you are one of the commenters. Like you have no, because I've seen some of your stuff in your posts, and people comment on your stuff frequently. Yeah. Or you, you know, things like that. So why, why do you feel the need to comment? I see. I try and not comment, and I think I, I only tend to comment is when um, I'm drinking, <laughs> or if um, I just feel like it's something that I kind of really, I guess kind of like bothers me, I guess, where I think it's just not completely wrong because it's only my opinion that I think it is. But I just think when it's not being um, not being put out there correctly, yeah. that's where I feel like I kind of have to say something. Yeah, like have, how do you engage in a back and forth dialogue? Because I know I've seen you where people comment, then you respond, and then you keep responding, and it's like this back and forth. It's endless. Yeah. It gets endless, and so that's why I try not to, but um, I very recently I got into kind of like a, commenting thing with my older brother yeah who doesn't really I, that's and but i was drinking that night so i just try and i try not to but when i do i know i i just i know there's a point where i, I just stop myself because i'm just gonna keep going but you still keep going on twitter 
The Twitter is different. <laughs> Twitter is different. Because I'm just tweeting how I feel about it. Yeah. And for the most, I mean, you know, I, I feel like my Twitter only gets traction is when I'm tweeting at the president. president. Might lose some listeners. Trump. Yeah. Oh, 90% of my <laughs> listeners are Trump <laughs> listeners. And so I think that's when I, I just, I, I watched the, well, for a while when they were doing the daily briefings, I, I watched them and the stuff that he's saying. I just, I, I, I'm angry. So I just have to, I just let it out. And the only I'd rather do it via Twitter where I can only have 100, 240 characters yeah, yeah. compared to just like on Facebook like, or something. Or... How many tweets do you think you've sent Donald Trump? Oh, I want to say more than half of my tweets in general are probably directed at Donald Trump. And like, is there any, like, why do you, like, why? Has anyone ever responded to you? Like someone who you responded to or um, why I've... do you, why do you feel the need to do that? Ah, uh, I don't. So it's more of just me expressing myself on my Twitter. I don't. I won't comment on or I won't tweet at someone um, about theirs. But I just more like I get responses from my, from from my tweets themselves. Yeah. So I, I just I think it's easier just to get it out that way because uh, I don't really have too many people that talk politics or just you know I just rather just get it out myself and just tweet it and then get it over with and then I feel good like when I tweet at the president during those briefings. Once I'm done, I'm like, okay, okay, I'm good. And I kind of just get like... So what do you think frustrates you so much about him that makes you want to go out and tweet to him? <laughs> uh, I just think his rhetoric, though, what he says is just completely false. Uh, the way he says things or the way he twists things. And it's, it's just not that. So that's what just gets me really angry. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the things that, that riles me up too with like Facebook. Um, when I went on there, I just feel people are leading, based on what he is saying... You know, I was the the China virus is one specific that stands out to me. He's like the China virus, yeah, and this and that, and then all of a sudden there's all this there's consequences to that. Correct. You know, there's people who are he's sharing that, then they share, and then it becomes like a meme. Um, people all over are now Chinese Americans, Chinese people are being discriminated because of that. Correct. And so, how do you think about that? I I, I just I, and again I just think I hate I just hate stuff just like that because I mean again it's just causing uh hatred towards you know towards the chinese americans and it's not it's not it's just it's not a chinese virus so it's just so i think it's pointless it's for him to just do something like that and just say something like that and even if it does rile up his his base i just i just think it's 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 not presidential and i think that's what gets me angry and i, and I know we have we have this thing of like oh this is how a president should act and we've had presidents that have acted presidential and I guess it's just he's the complete opposite. And I just yeah. don't see that being as our president. Our president should lead and not divide. And I just think I that's all, uh, he does a lot of dividing. And I think that's what irks me the most is because I, I try and um, I want to say like I'm, I, I try and be like, I guess, unite to unite people and just so everybody gets along. And I just feel like that that's what he represents is just divide. Yeah, I definitely think some of these these theorists or this conspiracy or this information really is making that division even bigger. Yeah. And so, what do you think? What would you? What would happen if one day you wake up, you send him a tweet, and he responds to you? Uh, I'd feel I'd probably be happy, uh, just because I finally got his attention, even if it was for a, just a quick second. Before yeah. I mean, honestly, if he even blocked me, I'd be that'd be great too, just to show that hey, he like I kind of got this his attention you know and he kind of just seen my words kind of you know it's interesting i'm i feel like i'm similar in you in in one way is that i'm not a controversial person i've never really seen you as a controversial i person. i hate confrontation yeah i hate it. hate it i don't want to be around it i don't i'm one of those people who's like i'll just let it go you know i would rather leave myself out of the situation but i think sometimes um the internet makes it so easy to be confrontational and yeah. what do you think about the internet as far as giving people a platform to say whatever they want? And I don't know, just it's a space. And some people are anonymous. They have avatars. Some people yeah. actually use the real profiles. But I mean, you can go on the comment section of anything and say whatever you want. Yeah. And how many, there's really no consequences. I, I find that it easier on Facebook because I feel like, I know Twitter is Twitter, uh, but I feel like a lot more people are ill-informed on Facebook. Um because it's their personal space. And like, I mean, you know, when I think of Facebook, I think of like my friends, I have family, I have coworkers on there. So it's more just kind of like personal based. Whereas Twitter, it's kind of just like a free for all because you kind of, if, you're, if your page is public, then they can see anything. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like when it comes to Facebook, you have a lot more 
it's easier to be confrontational on Facebook than it is on Twitter because I've had people tweet at me um, on Twitter, obviously, um, when I were, was tweeting the president and I just kind of just like rose off my back because I don't know those people. Uh, Whereas on Facebook, I know the people because they are, they are on my friends list. So I, I feel like it'd be a lot more personal on Facebook than it is on Twitter. For really? Me. Like, have you ever had that moment of like, I want, like, how do you address someone who's, whether like a friend or a family who's, that, like, how does that conversation even start it's, where? It's hard. That, that one's hard because my older brother is a Trump supporter. And when I found out, I was just like, what? <laughs> why you know and i think he's a trump supporter for the sake of just being a trump supporter and being controversial um but so i try and avoid politics when it comes to family or close friends or just in general like i had a new co-worker that i have on facebook and she's full-on trump supporter goes to those those freedom rallies which i thought was pointless yeah and it was so hard for me to just not say anything and not comment because it's her stuff you know so yeah. I'm like whatever it's fine but i find it hard not to comment on that stuff yeah and so i try and i guess oh there's your train hogwarts express <laughs> um uh i try not to uh, i guess be confrontational on facebook that makes yeah sense. uh yeah what's, what's i gonna say do you think half of these because when i see these things and they're sometimes so ridiculous like, I wonder if they're just trying to get, like, you know, when people are just trying to rile it up, mm -hmm. trying to stir the prop, yeah. uh, the pot, you think most of these people are just trying to, like, stir shit up? I feel like, yeah, I want to say, like, I want to say at least half of those people just have to do it, because I have a couple people who just post for the sake of post, and my brother being one of them, just just to get a rise out of people. And he's even said, he's like, oh, I knew you were going to, I knew you were going to comment, which is why I did it. So... I want to say like at least 50% of people and then they won't even I want to say half of them don't even really know I don't want to say they don't know politics but like if I'm like those are a couple instances where like oh what policies does uh, about Trump that you support like what, what does he bring that makes you want to be them or uh, be, support him and then yeah. like, oh you know he just says what he wants do you know he does whatever More he wants person. but I said that's that's a character trait that's not an yeah. actual policy so what policies and then they just kind of revert back to the same thing so that's why I feel like a lot of them are just kind of just doing it for the, for the sake of doing it I guess because yeah, they're to... not maybe as educated oh educated sorry guys oh yeah, yeah I definitely <laughs> it's like there should be a requirement to like I know there's like that big thing with the uh, with when I go on YouTube or I see the articles being sharing, it's like, okay, that's a, a link or whatever. But I mean, sometimes are you looking at the research behind that? Or is it I'm just like, you know, as me, I see myself as a, as a logical person, I see something, I'm not gonna immediately take whatever that that is and believe everything about it. And I kind of like that people question some stuff. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you just say something without actually looking at the things that back it up? Yeah, it's like, where's the evidence? Yeah, yeah. Like I like if someone's gonna come to me and challenge me, then it's fine. Is because I, if I'm gonna share something, I want to make sure that I back, I know what I'm sharing, and I can back up what I'm sharing. Like if you're just gonna share something and believe whatever it says, I mean, I, that's what I think. That's what I hate about about it as well. Because people kind of just share what they want to share, and it's fine. You can share what you want to share, but at the same time, you're kind of coming off as stupid by just sharing anything and not and just believing whatever it says. Yeah, I think part of that is then it picks up with other people, and it's. I don't know. It just leads to a downward spiral. Yeah, which is why I try and avoid comments on Facebook as much as I can, uh, because then it just it's just you just go into that just where it just it's like bick, back and forth bickering and it's kind of like pointless at, at a point. Yeah. So where do you think you're like? Because I've never really been into politics either. Uh, it's definitely something I want to learn more about. I want to you know be informed. Um, I see the importance of of things of putting the right people in leadership positions voting you know but it's hard i don't even know where to start or begin with that um where did where did your interest in politics even come from uh you know what oddly it only started when trump became president huh. it's, I, I mean i would follow it here and there but i never really followed politics until he started until he was elected president and then like from then on i i, I'm, I want to say i watched like the news at least once every day um since then yeah. minus like if i've gone like on a vacation or something yeah so i just just i was within the last three years i would say 
And I, so I'm not like, I won't say like, oh, I know politics because I, I truly don't know politics. I only know what I see and what I've been trying to keep myself informed in. Yeah. Why? Um, so was there any other intrinsic motivations of like, I, I mean, it's a, a serious dedication is to turn that TV on, yeah. to watch it, to try to stay informed. Why do you think that's so important? Um, I just, to me, I think it's more because it's, 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 it affects our lives, whether it's, or for me personally, um, whether it's not being able to donate blood because I'm a gay or bisexual man, um, or not being, for at one point, not being able to get married. Um, so, and that's just one small portion, but I think whether our taxes are raised, I think there's some policy that truly does affect us. Yeah. Um, so I think that's why I kind of wanted to start actually getting into politics and start understanding like what our congressmen are doing or our congresswomen are doing yeah, and just what the president is doing. So I guess I think just to become more informed. So that's why I know for sure. I'm like, heck no, I don't know what politics. I just know what's kind of going on at the moment. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself having a future in that? Because I know you currently are thinking about going into law. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's weird. I, I thought about it. Like I was like, once I actually take the plunge to study and go to law school, um, thinking about like, oh, you know, I think I could see myself in politics. Um, and I don't know if it's because I truly want to do that or because I kind of want to be the first gay or whatever, you know, uh, but that's already kind of been happening. President? Did you just say president? Uh, well, <laughs> it, honestly, that's definitely crossed my mind. I'm not going to lie. Oh, cool. It's definitely crossed my mind. Leonard for know? president. <laughs> Leo Leonard. for president. 2040. <laughs> What's the White House going to look like if you're a president? <laughs> I don't see. I don't know politics, so I couldn't see. That's why I know I don't know politics yeah, yeah. because I no idea. You know? Yeah, there's people who are so much smarter than us. Yeah, and, and uh, I know I'm not the smartest for sure. Yeah, I guess that that's what sometimes gets me upset. It's like, you know, I know we shouldn't. Sometimes these people aren't the most trustworthy. I mean, but they're probably ten times smarter at what they're doing than any of us. Oh. And so I mean, I know things are hard, hard to pass, and you know, obviously, and so I mean. I don't know. I think they're doing their part. It's probably hard because there's so many things that are preventing them from making the change they want to make. And, you know, it's easy to blame them for something when you don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you know, we could, you know, hate all we want or just disagree with all we want, but we don't truly don't know what they're going through or what they, what the whole process takes. You know, we just see what's done and what's not done. And so if you were going into law school, what would you study and what would you like to specialize in with law? Um, it's so weird. I've always wanted to uh, specialize in criminal law. Um, and it's oddly like criminal defense, but that's kind of like, I kind of altered that. Um, so like family law as well, because I, I've practiced or I've, uh, I've done family law. Uh, but then also it's also emotional and, and, and we're not supposed to be tiring. Uh, so like right now I do municipal law. And it, so we work for like cities and police departments and whatnot. And so I can see myself doing that. Uh, but I, if anything, I would, I want to say criminal law first. Like doing what specifically? Uh, prosecution, you know, if, if I'm not going to do the criminal defense, because I don't think I really want to take that route. And so definitely prosecution. Hmm. Larry H. Parker. I, would, I don't think that's. I don't think Larry H. Parker. I mean, your brother. I mean, that's uh, you should Lenny H. Parker. Oh, what happened to that guy? That's criminal defense, though. Oh, okay. I think, or he might even be a civil attorney. Actually, I don't know. I don't know any of these. I don't know anything about law or trials <laughs> or. Did you ever do anything like that growing up, like mock trial or? Uh yeah, in my my for my senior year of um high school, we did a mock trial, ah. and so I think you know now I think about it, I I was one of the attorneys. Well, I the mock attorney. And so, and I think I, law has always kind of just been an interest of me, uh, an interest of mine. Um, I think I think from just early age, I remember like saying, oh, I want to be an attorney. I kind of want to be an attorney. And so I think it's just always been something like that. Yeah. So when I was able, when we did do the mock trial, I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, and I really like that. You should do it. Yeah, no, I know. I definitely want to do. I do it. Um, I have to buy these LSAT books that I want to do. Yeah. Um, and so if I do good on that test, then I'll definitely pursue it. But if I do really bad on that test, probably not going to pursue it. It's so just you have to take that trigger. test before you apply to law school? Yeah, it's the, the LSAT test. Mm -hmm. and I think it's the law school admissions test. Okay. And it lets you know how well you'll do in law school. So if you do a really good, if you do really good, you have a better chance of getting into a better law school. Well, Kim Kardashian got in, so if she can. Uh, I think she's mentoring. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think she's... 
Kim Kardashian. <laughs> well, Kim Kardashian's also got millions, so I'm sure she could pay her way to get into it. Okay, you're right. But I think she's doing a mentorship as well, so I don't know if she's actually doing law school. Because you could do a mentorship, but, you Instead know. of law school? Yeah, you, What's would just, the difference? you would just mentor, uh, so you would just follow an attorney for three to four years, and then you would just have to take the exam. Because oh. anybody could take the bar exam and become an attorney. You don't yeah. have to go to law school. Really? Yeah, but it's one of the hardest tests out there. Really? I'm going to study for it and pass it. Yeah, yeah, good luck. <laughs> you know, if you could pass it and no. I can't do good on the LSAT, then I Is there practice ones? Have you taken one yet? I haven't looked at them. No. Huh. No. Uh, I just, because it's such, it's an eight hour test, I think, over two days. So, I mean, anything that's that long, it's going to be hard. Well, I think you should take it. Do it. Just apply so you can represent all of us. Okay, well, it's also an expensive test. Uh, do you currently, is there lawyers that where you at work at right now that you could do the mentorship with? Uh, I'm sure there is. Uh, I don't really know. Hmm. Um, bec- there, and it's a really good firm because they do like associate programs. So like if you're in your last year of law school, they'll bring you in and you'll work with them. And then once you finish law school and you pass the bar, they'll bring you in as a, as a, as a junior associate. So I'm sure there might be. But I don't really know the firm that well to, I'm sure I, there's a few attorneys that are like, hey, like, how do I do this mentorship and see, you know, is it a possibility? Yeah. But I think they would want their attorneys to go to law school. Move them up. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a really good, it's a, it's a big firm. So there's like over 400 um, employees and, and like 200 attorneys. And where you were? Yeah. Oh. And we're just out of, throughout the California, Washington and Texas. So I think yeah I think they're rather have their their attorney be law school and then groom someone up yeah well, I'm sure you can learn some things and you got a, a little bit of a head start with being just around these people or seeing these things and oh definitely I mean once you're kind of you have a basic idea of some of the things oh yeah 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 even when I went to paralegal school I it was, we we learned a lot about different laws and whatnot and so I think that helped so it's nothing like I'm sure law school but it. Um, yeah, one thing I, I saw your your thing about your business card. Oh, yeah, I think one thing I, I definitely appreciate about you is I feel like you're kind of a person who's like grinding a lot. Like you get like things, your little business, your car, your. I mean, in the last couple of months, you oh, yeah. or a year, you've had multiple jobs, moving from here to there to here. Before you also had like two jobs at once. Yeah. And so, where do you think that came from, and this sort of like work ethic that we see um i think it's i don't want to be poor again <laughs> as a kid skin dark oh going uh, down that path. <laughs> i just i just see how i grew up and i know i don't want that you know yeah. like i didn't go hungry or anything i just i want to be able to have a, a good life and yeah. so i think i just like if i have to work two jobs at one point then i'll work two jobs That's just crazy so i can you know afford the life that i want yeah you know so now obviously i don't have to work two jobs but I like spending sometimes, so. What are your, like, biggest things that you like to spend on? Because I feel, yeah, you're pretty, like, you got, like, new glasses all the time, <laughs> new shoes. Something's always new about you. Um, I want to say my big spending is going to be clothes and wrestling belts. And then shoes. Okay. Uh, so that's, I think those are my top three. Wrestling belts. Yeah. Shoes. Yeah. And clothes. And clothes. Huh. What's the, uh. All superficial, guys. Yeah. <laughs> all superficial. Super fake. All these brands. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What are those items like? What's uh, what do those items mean to you? Why do you like enjoy? What do they bring to you? What value do they bring back to you? Um, when it comes to clothes and shoes, I just feel like I I like to look good. So you look great. Uh, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get that check. You look like crap. Uh, see, and you get some Pinterest boards. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um. No, I just feel like if I if I look good, I feel better. So, oh god, that sounds very superficial. <laughs> no, I think there is true. I think there's some science behind that because I feel in my first couple of years of working, I used to dress up all the time. I used to wear a tie, mm-hmm. buttons, things like that, and I used to like on certain days when I go to work and I'm dressed up, I just feel more awake, more confident. There's something about the yeah. way you you feel and how you dress. And then days where I'm just like, I just woke up and I put on pants and a jacket. <laughs> you know, I kind of slugged it through. I think there's something to that. Yeah. I see, like, with me, um, I want to say you'll almost never see me in, like, basketball shorts or sweats or even, like, at home. 
like I'll sit in pants all day. And Scott was like, oh, like why don't you change? I'm like, well, I'm comfortable. Like I, I'm just comfortable in pants. So uncomfortable. See, I don't know. See, to me, I, I, they're just so comfortable. Like, I don't know. Like, I even, even with this whole quarantine, I'll even get dressed in the morning, pants or even just like, uh, like jean shorts, and then just working like regular. So you get clothes. dressed, yeah, to stay home. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I guess, when it comes back to it, just I feel better when I dress when I dress good. So dress for success. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, but I might just dress in jeans and button ups for the most part. So I don't know, you know, what that is. But I mean. When I do dress up in like business casual wear ties, then I feel a lot better as well. Okay. But I don't really have to dress up like that anymore. So I have a crap ton of clothes. Also, I can't fit into those clothes right now. So, oh. but I have a ton of clothes in my. No, closet. you had a little streak of working out. I haven't seen your Snapchat. Oh god, gym go. photo. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone's favorite. Yeah. Snapchat photo thing. <laughs> well, gyms are closed. So. Oh. oh, is the one at your? Home? Yeah, they're closed too. Otherwise, you guys would still see them. You don't run around the block, or you just... I just started running around uh, like uh, two weeks ago, and then I stopped. <laughs> and then I was supposed to start this week, but I didn't do it. So you should get the Nike run out. I did. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, I, I'm in uh, the challenge for for June. Oh. So like when I was running the last like two weeks ago, I was doing four miles a day. Jesus. And so it was it wasn't it was fine. It wasn't that bad. I, I felt a lot better too. Um. So. You'll see those. I think I posted a picture with me and my yeah, mask. Yeah, I haven't seen those. Oh, Maybe just the, one. I a sweaty, sweaty video. I just so pour a bunch of water so on focused. myself. Are we the only ones that comment back to you on those? Uh, you know what, Melissa, uh, Raven's sister. Yeah. She knows she's very motivational. She's just like, get it, boo, or Aww. um, or Steph. She'll say, uh, yes, or you know. Oh, motivation. Yeah, they're you know they're motivational. They're not douches like you guys. Well, they're girls. Specifically, you, Jesus, you douche. Yeah, they're girls. They're gonna motivate you. We're just gonna make fun of you because it's funny. Yeah, exactly. You make fun of your friends when they do horrible things. Yeah, exactly. Like a sweaty selfie with a little clock on the corner. Now, one thing I forgot that I want to bring up when you're talking about law school. Yeah. You got your student loan deferred. I did get a portion of that deferred. Yeah. No, uh, discharged. Oh, how? Why? Uh, so I, I went to Everest College, uh, YL Tech, um, uh, Corinthians College, okay. which is a for-profit um, school, uh, like a trade school, basically. But I got my associates in paralegal studies, and then they closed, like bankruptcy and what and whatnot. And so um, those that were like in school at the time or had just finished were able to apply for loan forgiveness because at that point, your degree is kind of like means nothing kind of yeah. well to me it means nothing if the school's not there it kind of means like it's just basically nothing it was me, a for-profit yeah yeah and plus it's a for-profit school so not all those like i when i transferred those credits i think like half of those cre- credits were transferred so i don't know how those are even legal to put out there it's like probably... i tell my students all the time like if, if that college has like a commercial on tv you don't want to go there yeah because yeah if they're sending you stuff that means something's up with that school yeah you know, these other universities aren't sending you mail. Nope. They aren't on TV. There aren't ads. There's there's something fishy. So you got it deferred because it got it, it closed down? Yeah. I, so, yeah, I, I applied for the forgiveness. <clears throat> and I found out in April. No, uh, February that I got it after like two and a half years of waiting. Oh, jeez. So those loans were um, on hold, but the interest was still occurring. Yeah. Occurring. So once I got the notification that I... 75% of them were discharged. Um, I just had to wait for like what four months just to finally get to finally get it to happen. And um, today happened to be the day that it got That's it. crazy. So we've I was super been, excited. We've been celebrating. Oh heck yeah. When I saw it, I was like, oh, this is so great. Like you could buy some more stuff. Yeah, exactly. Y'all can spend more money on clothes. That's such a huge burden on people. It's like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Interest. I mean, it sometimes feels like you're never gonna pay that thing off. Yeah, exactly. And with that on top of University of Phoenix, which is also a for profit school. Yeah. My loans were like at sixty thousand dollars. Oh, so you have two different ones? Uh well together, yeah, because I transferred my, my Everest um to University of Phoenix. Oh. So please don't go to for profit Guys, school. listen here, do not Please, go to I'm telling profit. you, don't. It's so it's because I think the appeal is they say, Oh, you can get your bachelor's in two years or yeah. you know, this thing, but then it's like, wait, why do you charge more than Cal State Fullerton? Yes, exactly. Like, and Cal- if you can get such a better education, 
yeah. at um, actual school compared to the poor private schools. Like I, I regret. That's probably my biggest regret in life is going to poor private school instead of going to community college and then transferring to a university instead. Yeah. But you know, so now at least I was able to get almost thirty thousand taken off compared to what it would have been. Yeah, that's a huge load. Of yeah. Relief. I just had a after teaching for five years, they finally subtracted. Oh, they do. That. Not all of it. No, yeah, it was uh, after five years of teaching at a Title One school, you get like five thousand taken away. Okay. So they took out five thousand. I was like, ooh, I felt so good. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm. I could pay this thing off in the next coming years. Yeah. But now I'm going back to grad school, so that's going back up. That that's also that's probably a huge reason why I haven't pushed law school because just thinking about the the loans that I'm gonna have to take out for that. Yeah, someone told me that it's not even worth it anymore because the loans, there's so many people going to law school now. And because of the, I mean, I guess they aren't getting the same money that they were getting because there's so many out there now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I, I'm not exactly sure because I haven't, I mean, it's more, it's definitely a dream that I really want to pursue, um, even knowing what it's going to cost. Yeah, if that makes sense. We, yeah, it's, that's a huge thing. That's one of the reasons why I didn't want to go to get my master's for so long because, I mean, when I left, when I graduated, I had like 25000 in debt. And I was like, I was just paying, pay this off, pay this off, pay this off. And then I was like, you know, it sucks paying this thing every month because you feel like it takes away from other, like building other mm-hmm. things or saving for other things. Um, so I waited, I waited. And then this year I was like, you know, I just have to go back. Yeah. Um, in the long run, it's going to be worth it, but mm-hmm. currently, it's, it sucks. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely, and that that's that's a once I was waiting for the forgiveness, so it kind of took a little bit of burden off of me, because I know even after like, and I I'm not going to be able to quit working, and go to school full time, so I'm just going to have to because if I were to do law school, it'd just be three years instead of four. Yeah. But I would just have to do the four year route. So if you think four year route, it's going to be like. I want to say it's one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Jeez. So I was like, oh, it's a house. Yeah. Well, exactly. And we're trying. We're you know want to buy this year, so that's a portion um, why I haven't also as well. So once we get into our place, then I can worry about. And I guess budget as to what law school will cost. And so what's the? I know you guys were planning on moving last year. What's the? How's the progress on that? Good. Last year we we wanted to, and then we met with a, a realtor friend. And we were like, okay, we're definitely not ready to move. We didn't have enough saved up to move. And so that's why we just took another year. And like we're on track to be ready to move or to start looking and buying by July, August. So we could be into a place by October. Oh, this year? Yeah, this year. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's that serious. Dang. Yeah. What's like uh, the process of that? Because I mean, I'm sure people are saying right now is like a good time to buy real estate. Within like July or August, they're saying things are going to move up because people aren't moving or maybe people aren't selling. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so what's the, I wonder what the, how difficult is the process from On, a first time home? I mean, that's kind of scary. Oh, it's super scary. Like we met with her and her and her lender and I walked out with a legit, like almost migraine headache because I was like, holy crap. It's just, yeah, like, you know, running your guys. Well, obviously with the credits are one thing. Um, but just like the down payment and then the different fees that come with like escrow and um, closing cost and having someone inspect the house and there's a lot into it that I didn't even think about you know like having someone go and check the check the place to see what needs done and yeah. what's, what's not okay with it yeah there's some anxiety in there I'm oh. like that's a huge investment yeah and you're kind of I mean you're not stuck with it but that's a huge amount of money like I'm I've been thinking about buying a camera for the past three years. <laughs> a camera costs like a thousand dollars, maybe two thousand. Like I've been thinking about that for two years, let alone five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so like just meeting with her and like getting a, like our budget so we can kind of figure out like what kind of a, a mortgage payment we want, you know. So <clears throat> just seeing the actual numbers as to what we could what what we want versus what we could afford. That kind of just put like a whole like I don't say a damper on like my house. Oh yeah, we're gonna buy, and I was like, oh shit, like this is reality. Yeah. Like, so it kind of like it it scared me. Even now I'm still scared. Yeah. You know? there, yeah, it's scary. Is but there, it, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say uh, uh, awkward spot. <laughs> no, but it it definitely uh, I guess lit a fire in this is to start actually saving because we thought we had enough, and I was like, oh, we nowhere near enough, you know. Yeah, it's hard to save, man. I I've been. 
it's like one of the hardest things I see. I mean, I see so many people buying houses or, I mean, people our age currently, like some people, um, but many of us are also like stuck in apartments mm -hmm. and it's hard <clears throat> to move out these days. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm just moving alone. It's expensive, you know, when it comes to like deposit and all that stuff. Um, do you think that's the future like most of us are going to be living in apartments or um not all of us definitely not all of us yeah um i i think we're all, we're at the age where we know we like oh let's just start <clears throat> investing in something that's worth it instead of you know just because you think about it right you're just throwing away rent yeah that's you know? that's exactly what we're doing but then when you tie in a mortgage it's like one yeah, more and exactly it's and even more and there's more factors and, and taxes and, and taxes insurance you got to get a depending on what kind of yard you got because yeah. here they cover your trash your water your yeah exactly whatever. so you literally have to pay for all that stuff yeah and then you want to mow your lawn oh okay you need a lot more <laughs> yeah, exactly so there's just like honestly like all those costs is just uh, which is i guess what um pushed the push the whole process back yeah, as, uh, Frank told me, or uh, Susan told me that Frank was was thinking of buying one too. Um, I want to live in in this Ontario. Do you guys have like a preference of where you would move? Um, so we really wanted to do like Pomona because it's Alley County. Yeah, you can get a little bit more with um, the first home buyers. Um, Thing with Jigger, uh, I forgot what it's called. Sorry. Um, and compared to San Bernardino County, but the prices are also a lot cheaper out here in San Bernardino County. So, like I, I like I'll look like daily at like the houses that are we get sent, and I've been looking like in Rancho, Ontario, um, Upland's still kind of pricey, but it's within like the five five hundred. So I'm like, okay, that's definitely out of our budget. Yeah. So, um, we don't want to go past Ontario because like yeah, our family no, is already that way. It's Alley County. Yeah, but Ontario is fine to me since I work in Ontario. Oh, I like Ontario. It has like, you know, I feel like this is my city. Since yeah. I moved here, I'm like, I've been living here by myself for a couple of years. Yeah, when I hear Ontario, I think, oh, John. John yeah, lives in Ontario. This is my hood. This is my city. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see the development of a city and how it grows. And it's crazy. Like, even this downtown area is just so bad. Like, what, it, what was it like, like 20, 15 years ago? How horrible is it? And why is it taking so long for this thing to improve and get better? Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, yeah. I guess since it's Inland Empire, I mean, I don't, I don't know. When you think of the Inland Empire, like, oh, it's... I mean, not anymore. I mean, I don't know. I live in the Inland Empire, so... I stopped talking trash about the Inland Empire. Yeah, I live here. <laughs> All right, I got some questions. Oh, here we go. We want to know, <clears throat> Leonard is also a fantasy football champ. Oh, two times. Whoa, whoa. Two-time champ. Two-time champ. Let's the listeners know. We got a couple people in our league who listen to this. Let them know. Are you using apps? Yes or no? I'm not using <laughs> apps. I don't. Okay, the fact that you guys said that I use apps to help me is stupid. But no, I don't use apps. I have uh, a pro fantasy app or something, but all it is is articles. So it's an app. Well, I mean, it's art. Do you have ESPN on your phone? No. No. So you don't read the articles on the NFL app? Uh, yes, I do. So it's an app. Oh. So but, do you use an app as that's well? A, that's, a, that's a fantasy <laughs> app. It's not the app. I don't have it. it. It's a fantasy app that I have. Okay, it's so not you, you have a fantasy app. No, I don't have a fantasy Outside app. Outside of the actual app. <laughs> I mean... You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> yeah, on some <laughs> Do you have any strategy that like in that goes on? Like, what's your secret? I mean, you could still win. I, I think this year, I, I was like, okay, we'll give Leonard his credit where it's due. I thought the first time was like... <laughs> And we're all rooting for you to lose. And then you won again. Okay, well, so, everybody's still rooting for me to lose. We're still rooting for you to lose. <laughs> uh, first year was was definitely uh, luck, I guess. But it was also, I asked people for advice. Uh, Miguel, he was a big person that I went to for advice. And sometimes he would give me advice that I would go against. And it worked in my favor. And then sometimes it didn't work in my favor. But also that season I did relatively well. Yeah. Besides winning, obviously. Um, so I just take advice really well, uh, especially my first year. Cause I didn't know what I was doing my first year. I just yeah. drafted off of numbers. I had no idea what the hell I was doing. How good does it feel knowing that you beat us all? Oh, it's so good. Oh my God. It, it I want to say it's, it's so great because when I didn't really follow sports really until I didn't really start following football until I started playing fantasy football. I want to say the year before, um, is when I started watching it. And so... But I've always been a Ram fan, not because they came to LA. 
bandwagon. My dad has always been a Ram fan, so I've always just followed with my dad. New Jersey's trash. Ah, uh, the blue one's good. I. Out of the other three, I would say the blue is good. They don't look as good. But the crazy thing, I saw a side-by-side with them and the Chargers. They have the oh, identical Chargers jerseys. Have, Chargers have a better jersey. They have a way better jersey. Their blue is way better. I don't like the baby blue. If they would have went with like their other blue, like, oh, their yeah. royal blue would have been a lot better. But their jerseys aren't the best. It's kind of crazy. They, they're the same stadium. The only way you can differentiate, I guess, the Rams put it, LA Rams on the front. So people would know that's a Rams jersey. If you look at SoFi Stadium, though... Have you looked like the aerial shot of SoFi Stadium? No. It looks like... Um, is it a ram? It looks like a ram. Oddly, it looks like a ram. You don't see a Thunderbolt. Is so it, to me, well, it's... Well, you're not going to make a Thunderbolt Stadium. Well, I think most stadiums are shaped like rams. No. They have that little curved dome. No, wait. Of... I've been in um, where the Cowboys play, and that doesn't look like a, like a, a ram to me. I think you're full of shit. Oh, I'm definitely not full of shit. I've at and Stadium. It doesn't look like anything like that. I think the most frustrating thing for me, yes, is that you just like like you just said like you didn't never watch sports and like you're like I just became a Rams fan I just started watching football and then you come in and just win. It's like when all of us have been like sports fanatics for like <laughs> since the eighth grade. That's what made the win so much better. And I don't want to use like oh this gay guy doesn't know sports, but I I also was like. I don't want to say like the gay guy that just won, you know, yeah. but I kind of was like, oh, you guys got whooped by a gay. He doesn't know sports. And I think that's what makes it uh, funnier to me because I, I think just more of a, I didn't know sports if I, more than anything because I just yeah. didn't know sports. And where did you, why did you start growing in? Like, where did that start growing into? Because I know you've been a WWE fan, but where did this other love for sports? Oh, it only it only from? came with fantasy football. OK, um, like I would follow baseball. But not enough to know like players. So literally, like my love for almost all sports came when I started watching fantasy football. That's when I started watching baseball a lot more and going to games, uh, but not like football or basketball. Which is, I mean, I've always been a Laker fan, but I just never really followed basketball too much. Yeah. So I think once I started playing fantasy football, I'm sorry, once I started winning fantasy football. Oh, correction. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was the the turning point of now. That's your favorite sport. Football? Oh yeah, football is definitely my favorite sport. Well, WWE is my favorite sport. Then football is my favorite sport. After. You know, I love WWE. I loved it growing up. Um, it was one of my favorite things. WWF. See, it looks like a ram. Oh, it's not a ram. That's, that's a ram. Like a, that's a ram. It looks helmet. like an eyebrow. Yeah, that's yeah, yours. Oh, this has become a roast. What shirt are you wearing? <laughs> No, what the heck was I going to say right now? Oh, WWE. Uh, WWE. Yeah, yeah, I was a huge fan growing up. Uh, I loved it. I loved uh, Stone Cold. Like, I used to have all the figurines. And, yeah. Like, is it still popular? Because um, I don't... Like, you watch it. And yeah, you're the only person I know who watches it. I, I, I think never, I'm the only person that I I've never seen it, like, on ESPN or... Oh, like, uh, that's correction. It, it was on ESPN. No, no. I know, it is. I'm saying, but it's not, like, covered. Oh, no. Like, how not. popular is it in the ranking of... You know, because when gonna... I think of UFC, like, I think most people know some basic UFC fighters. Correct. Like, I can't name any wrestler besides the ones from the 90s. Uh, early 2000s. And that's, and that's how it basically kind of is. Because obviously back then in the 90s, it was just more based towards the demographics of like 18 to 27 or something. Yeah, like, how are they attracting new fans? Because I don't, like, They're I work not... at a high school... I don't see any of these kids wearing any wrestling shirts. Unless they're just afraid too. But I don't hear any of them talking about it. Tweeting about it. Like who's yeah, what's where's the fan base at? How big is it? Uh well the fan base it's a pretty it's still a pretty big fan base, but it's a lot of it's geared towards family or it's a PG show now, so it's family. Maybe based. that's what happened with it. Because yeah, I used that's to watch definitely. it. It was super Monday Night Raw was like graphic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely yeah. That's how it was, and that's how it's not now. Now it's a no blood sport. So anytime you see blood, oh. you'll see like the referees like cover them up and like try and clean the blood up right away. Really? And, and that's what kind of takes it away. Yeah. So uh. if you see blood like on a pay per view, then you're like, well, this is good. Like if you see blood, but you'll ninety five percent of the time you won't see blood. So there's no more hardcore matches. They have hardcore matches, but they're not hardcore matches. Oh, uh, no like, barbed wire. Bats. Like, oh, you won't see barbed wire match. You won't see thumbtacks. You know, you won't see anything like Hell that. Cell? They still have Hell in a Cell. Huh. Um, but it's just 
they're nowhere near as graphic as they were before. Yeah, I love that era of like ECW. Yes, like see, that that's when was... wrestling was at its greatest, and I'll, and that's even coming from someone who still thinks wrestling. Yeah, I had that video DC. game. I bought the one on PlayStation, ECW. My favorite wrestler is Rob Van Dam. Um, I love that guy. And then yeah, I don't know. Somewhere down the line, like I was obsessed, and then it just kind of faded away once the big guys left. And I don't know. I kind of sometimes feel like a nostalgia for it. Yeah, because there's like. You know, the, I saw like T-shirts from this company that like um, has like Ultimate Warrior shirt. Oh, it's like that R homage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Homage, or I don't know what it is. They're from Cleveland, but LeBron wore one of the shirts for the championship parade called the Ultimate Warrior. And okay. like, I don't know. There's some sort of nostalgia when I see those. Like, man, I miss that. You think of just the, just the great, uh, I guess, the storylines, just just the excitement of it, what it was. Cause, like, it was great back then. Like, I even loved it. That's what got me attracted to it. It was just like, well, what the heck is this? And it was just really cool just to see them actually fight or the blood or just... And why don't you like... You Do you, you don't watch UFC. Uh, I I will only watch it if everyone's like, hey, I'm having the fight and everybody goes over. But I won't... Like, I didn't watch it this past Saturday, you know? Yeah. Uh, I won't go out of my way to watch it. That's interesting. And it's... Not that because it's super bloody, because it gets really bloody. You know, I'm just like maybe because it's it's really graphic and that's real. Yeah. Whereas wrestling is fake. So I think that's what I like about it. It's more. It's real. realistic. But it's also very graphic. Like these dudes' faces are coming out here. You know. Yeah, it's real fighting. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's graphic. I, I guess it's just too graphic for me. Yeah, so. I think most of those people. Maybe maybe the problem with that is. Most of the entertainers who could have been really good or big in WWE have all went to the UFC. I mean, Ooh. no, I mean, not saying... Oh, could have. Could have. Let's say UFC wasn't as popular. Now the kids who are growing up, like, loving to wrestle, loving to these, are now the people who are like, you know what, I like the UFC better. Conor McGregor would have been, like, the biggest star in, like, WWE. Uh, but I feel like WWE's bigger. Than UFC? Oh, yeah. No. It's a publicly traded company. It's bigger than the UFC? I don't think so. Which one sells more pay-per-views? Uh, well, now, because the WWE Network exists, okay. probably UFC. So the WWE has like 1.5 million subscribers for their for their network. But do they all watch it? Network. Huh? Are they all watching it for the main events, the pay-per-views? That's how they watch the pay-per-views. So 1.5 million people are tuning in? Well, they've got 1.5 subscribers, so they can say yeah. Okay. And then that they also do pay per view buys, but I mean, what idiot's gonna not buy the W Network and spend fifty dollars on a pay per view? Yeah, if you're a fan. Even if not, you can get a free month free. But wouldn't that say that UFC is bigger since they don't ha like you have to buy that pay per view in order to watch it? Versus we're not gonna f you can buy this whole thing where you can watch everything and you know. Yeah, I get that. I mean, um, I don't know. Brock Lesnar's with the WWE and he was from UFC. Ronda Rousey went to the WWE and she was from UFC. But they're uh, completely out of the limelight now. Yeah, but they're still in UFC. What about the other guy? Uh, I don't know the names of them. He he was in UFC and then he, uh, he went to WWE recently, like a year ago. Uh, I don't know his name. I couldn't tell you his name. Rob Gronkowski? Oh, Rob Gronkowski, NFL. Went to the WWE, but he's back to the NFL, you know? Yeah, but I don't think they, they get big. Oh, no. They're not they're the same big. level of stars. Like, Ronda Rousey's star has completely diminished oh, yeah. like she's non talked about ever that's true no one ever talks about her yeah, yeah. the only reason people brought up brock lesnar is when he came to the ufc his name got huge and like people want to see him come back and fight like john jones or like these superstars of mcgregor's uh, they're definitely i would say they definitely have a lot bigger superstars that's for sure i mean look at cm punk went he got his ass whooped. oh there you go <laughs> cm punk he got his ass whooped. <laughs> I wonder how many of those guys could actually fight. Like the WWE guys? I think they're wrestlers for a reason. Huh. You know, they don't want to fight. <laughs> you know, it, it's... Yes, it's athleticism, but it's also kind of choreographed in a way. You know, they lay out their matches how they want them to do. And then they just got to perform the moves, you know? Have you ever thought of being a wrestler? Oh, yeah, I did. I'm just five foot short. So I kind of can't. I mean, if, I'm, if I were to be a wrestler, I'm going to be an independent wrestler. And that's not good enough for me. I don't want to be an independent wrestler. No offense to any independent wrestlers, but the WWE is my goal if I'm going to be a wrestler. I've seen you wrestle against Susan. You lost. Oh, I think I whooped her ass. <laughs> <laughs> what would your wrestling right. game be? Oh, I don't know. Uh, it's funny because me and uh, my brother, we always, I was like, oh, we're going to be like tag team champions. And then one day I'm going to like turn on you and then I'm going to be a bad guy. I'm going to be like a, the WWE champion. But um, 
So I think I was always thought like I'd be in a tag team with my brother. Uh, like we even thought about wrestling school at one point because there's like a wrestling school in San Diego. There's one somewhere around here because I had a, a student who went to that a wrestling school, a professional one. I don't know who it was, but I saw some footage of it and it was okay. It's pretty interesting. Like going to the classes. I mean, you do get hurt and there's yeah. some physical things to it. I just can't. Yeah, I don't know if I would do well. In WWE as well. I mean, I couldn't do do one CrossFit class without almost dying. So, Rabdo, don't do CrossFit. What? I can't imagine tag team wrestler. Like, do you create your own? Do you ever just like put the belt on? And I, I love wearing my belt sometimes. Or like come like. Um, I think you should wear it in public. Oh no, no. Like when I was when I was coming home from like Monday Night Raw at Staples Centers, um, or Center Center. Staple Center. Okay, um, I would take the train. I take the train home once, and so like I had my belt on me, and some guy came up to me. He was like, "Did you win that belt?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "Yeah, like did you wrestle for it?" I was like, "No, it's a replica." <laughs> and so like after that, I was like, it, not embarrassed, but I was just like, you just see this big belt on me, and then um, yeah. <laughs> Are those collectibles? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they're they sell them for anybody, so they're not like yeah. they're they're not like limited. They 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 do sell some that are like a limited supply. You should hold your own wrestling tournament with our friends. Get a ring, and people fight for about. Put a ring together. Yeah, get a ring. We'll rent Maybe a space rent out, and then you get to you know that'd be kind of interesting. We'll get we buy a belt. We'll have a royal rumble. <laughs> we can't punch or kick, but we can try to throw each other out. Okay, I'm gonna be the first person out. You guys are huge. That's the, maybe we should do that for our fantasy draft this year. How sad would you be if there was no fantasy football this year? Oh, I'd be bummed. Oh out. wait, actually, there, mm. well, there's. I'm sure. I'm sure there's gonna be football. It's just gonna be without fans, which I'm okay with. Because you know, I was just reading something today from one of the announcers um, saying that the NFL is going to plug in crowd noise and have virtual fans. I wonder how that's this if, if virtual fan. Is that the because I saw the UFC, they held the event with no fans. And some of the fighters said they liked it more. They liked it more because they could hear their coaches. That's all you, that now WWE is no crowd. And to me, it's a lot harder to watch. Like Mondays and Fridays, I can, Mondays I can't watch without falling asleep. Fridays, I will have to watch back. I'm not going to spend my Friday night. Well, even now during quarantine. Yeah. Like, um, do you have the same emotion? Like, cause I mean, part of it is the sound effects, the oohs, the ahs, the energy, Correct. home court advantage. Like, if you're just playing a game, like, how do you pick yourself up to get motivated for? I think with with actual sports, you're still playing for something. You know, you're still playing to win, and you're still playing for that championship. Whereas with wrestling, you already know who's gonna win and lose, so it's just a matter of just going through those motions. You're just performing. Yeah, UFC, you have to fight for that. So their adrenaline's already still gonna be up for that because you're still trying to win. Yeah, you know, so I I don't I don't think it's gonna be that hard for. I feel like it'll be a lot easier for the NFL to get through their season compared to, or or basketball to get through their season compared to baseball. Imagine 162 games of baseball with no fans. No, that sounds terrible. Like shorten the season 50 and like just get it going. Yeah, I, I mean it's bad enough. Like I mean, to watch a baseball game on TV is a lot harder to watch a baseball it's game brutal. in person. Like it's I can't brutal. get through it unless it's like a playoff game. I love baseball. It was my favorite sport growing up. It's um, a World Dodgers. Series game. Yeah. <laughs> Dodgers are still one of my favorite teams. I love them, but they're you definitely don't, can't watch them on TV. It's horrible. It's yeah. Even if even if it is the Dodgers, I can't watch a, a baseball game because it's just drags compared to a basketball game or a football game. They're just more exciting. Yeah, you need fans. You need the emotion. You need the thrill. The defense, defense, <laughs> yeah. the crowd, the cheers. I mean, it's just not the same experience. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be the same experience, but it's also going to be some sports. Yeah, I miss sports. You know, and at least with football, you know, we have our fantasy, so it's something kind of to just play with as well, you know? Do you think it's going to come back? Oh, yeah, it has to come back. I don't see it not coming back. Even yeah. even if the LA teams don't play in LA, then they're still going to play somewhere else. I mean, even the governor of Florida was like, oh, if any sports team can't play in their state, we'll but find a space for you here in Florida. Yeah, it's such a physical contact sport. Where it you're is so hard. close to each other. Sweat. Mean, yeah, and there's sometimes. 50 people on the on each team. It's like it's not just like baseball where you're so separated. It's 50 people at once. That's true. I think, well, luckily, I guess we have until September, you know? So I'm sure we can... They can figure something out, even if they social distance their 
their bench players, you know, throughout the hundred yards. You can, I feel like I mean, there's what twelve players, eleven players, eleven on the field. So there's twenty four right there. So that's the one issue, I guess. But I don't know. Crazy times. It's a definitely crazy times. What are your predictions for this year, fantasy football? Uh, same as always. You're gonna win. Let her win. I almost won last year with the number one pick. Can oh. you win with the number eight pick, number twelve? You can with number 12. I want number 12. Oh, never mind. Uh, and then I want with number one. What changes would you like to see in our league this year? I don't know. I, don't... I see a couple people are leaving. A couple people want to leave. Yeah. They're trying to start their own league. Larry wants to join our league. Does he want to join? Well, yeah. I after I heard about his trades <laughs> last year. Sorry, Larry. Yeah, I told him. You got he... some. If you would have won that league, what I... was his record anyways? Uh, you know, he did better than me. Oh, did he? Or we might have tied. I don't know. But he, he was doing actually relatively good, surprisingly. I told actually I told him if you win this league, I'll let you join the other league because we'll I we will most I mean, likely we have need, a spot. Yeah, two Leonard and Larry together dominating our league. I don't know. I think that would feel worse for you guys to have us dominate the league. Honestly, our our goal in Frank's league was to make it to the championship one on one. And then I was I was if I lost that, then I was okay because we both made it. You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know who's leaving. There's a couple people who are thinking of leaving. I like our league. I think it's fine. I love our league. I think it's great. Actually, I I been was gonna buy a trophy and I just haven't done it yet. For yourself? So, not for myself. For the league. Although WWE has side plates that say Fantasy Football Champion, and so I'm just waiting for those to go back on sale so I can buy them for myself. Yeah, I would like a trophy. I would like some. I feel like our con- we've had continuity for at least three years. Of some same people, no one's really. Who's the only one? A couple people have left. Then we added some new people last year. I think yeah. they went pretty good. Yeah, and I thought Brian was a good addition. To yeah, it. he was great. I uh, hope he stays and comes back. Comes back this year. Yeah, I don't mind taking your guys' money. So, I hope we have it. I want to be in it. I want to play. I yeah, I, I truly hope because if not, I'd be, tr- I'd be really disappointed. Yeah, I just want to go to. I want to go to Vegas, watch the games, Sunday, see you guys getting bar fights. <laughs> You guys, I wasn't, I wasn't not Go part of that sushi part. after, do some other stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Good I miss stuff. it. I like that part of the year. It's very, there's a lot of camaraderie, I think. A lot of trash talking, a lot of. I think that's what I like most about it is just the trash, the trash talking and then just the getting together and then drinking and just watching football. Yeah, it's fun. Which is cool. It's like your Sunday. Yeah, you just don't get stuck in Pasadena and you're good. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible friend. Horrible. With five beers in before 11 a.m. Okay, yeah, we're drinking pretty We're drinking pretty early. So. Yeah, I left. Sorry, I left you and everyone. But you guys, I wouldn't have done it if Frank wasn't there. <laughs> if Frank didn't show up. So I, I blame Frank. Yeah. Frank's, Thanks for showing up, Frank. But I also invited you guys all to the concert, oh. free of charge. And you would have had a ticket there. And we would all went together. And more memories, you know? You fell asleep. You're right. <laughs> so oh, I do hope that fantasy football does come back. Then. I hope so. it comes back. I hope you get last place. Everybody wants to get last place. Uh, I want to win. And yeah, I just want football to come back. It's yeah, a sad I think, time. I think a lot of us want football to come back. Or just sports in general. You guys want basketball to come back. Yeah, I want the Lakers so bad. I just want them to. I just want to see them in the playoffs in six years. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. so years and years of not having your team win. I mean, as a well, new, you should get used to that. I mean, you're a Raider fan, for God's sake. You know, you haven't been through that because you've only liked sports for two years. So. Okay, it's been four. You don't know what it's like to be a, a 18 year <laughs> fan. 18? Has it really been 18 years? I mean, I've been a fan of sports thought, since eighth grade. So what is that? Well, sports didn't necessarily your team. That team. Yeah. So, but yeah, I guess. Well, Leonard, it's been great. Yeah. Having you on. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're about to get the most views with this. Watch. I hope so. You, you're hyping it up. But Fabian shared his. Um, oh, I shared theirs. Yeah. Thank there you for is. coming on. I know a lot of people watch. What? I'm going to get 32 people, 32 viewers on the podcast. Share it on your Facebook. All of you guys listening from Facebook, please stop sharing those YouTube videos. Yeah, don't. It's Save yourself. Check your evidence, please. Google <laughs> exists. Peer-reviewed articles. Yes. Check your sources. Stop spreading this information. Hopefully, the next couple of years, Leonard will be making some changes in our government. Oh, it's going to be a couple decades. President, so, so far, we're walking away with this episode. In 10 years, you're going to be a lawyer. 
president, Leo, <laughs> and a wrestler, <laughs> Maybe in that tag way. team champion. Yeah. So we'll, we'll come back and see how this goes. But it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having thanks for, me. Thanks for these beers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks for being a great guy. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Someday, it might all make sense. Will it? Fine. Will, Will it? it? All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you guys next time. Lates.